Welcome to Business Unveiled Podcast. This is the place where we help overwhelmed, time-starved entrepreneurs like you make the profitable shifts to get more done and get more out of life. I'm your host, Angela Prophet, award-winning eight-figure entrepreneur and CEO. And in every episode of Business Unveiled, I'm bringing you conversations that will give you the expertise and strategies that will scale your team and business so you can get shit done. That's GSD in our world. So get your time back and grow a business that helps you be present in your life. Let's do this, y'all. GSD leader, I wanted to take a quick break from the show to share something super important. Did you know that employee wellness is killing businesses? According to research, 50% of employees miss one to five hours of work every week due to stress. So I'm excited to announce that we just launched a new workshop called Walk and Work. And no, we're not going to be walking and working the entire time. That would be kind of crazy. Walk and Work is an easy solution that offers an in-person workshop and program that boosts employee health, wellness, and engagement. This interactive workshop takes employees through our seven-step process to establishing healthy habits while working from home or from the office so they can be productive while also taking care of themselves. Employee wellness at work is proven to have major benefits. Numerous studies show that healthier, happier team members are more productive in life and business. Do something today that your future self will thank you for. Your actions and decisions today will shape the way you will be living in the future. If you'd like to learn more about this workshop, visit walkandwork.co and schedule a time to chat with one of our GSD experts. That's walkandwork.co. Now let's get back to the show. Welcome back to another episode of Business Unveiled. I have two badass sisters here with me today, and you're, you're going to want to hear their story. We're at the Collins Off Main in this beautiful VIP room with all this beautiful stuff, and the sun is shining. I love the light in here. It's so pretty. But, okay, so I'm going to have the two sisters share with you guys today what their story is. Mallory, Madison, but you have how many brothers and sisters? Just just us. Oh, it's just you two? Yeah. Okay. So, and y'all are best friends. Yeah. And your yeah. sisters. <laughs> we are. <laughs> and they're going to share their story. So my first question, we're going to have to share a microphone today because things are, are charging. This is just real life. And, and we're using a coffee cup for our stands right now. <laughs> you do what you have to do. But I want them to share their story because something that, did you think it was bad what happened to you? Like, were you upset? Yeah. Okay. So how uh, good things, good things <laughs> yeah. come out of these things. And then there's burnout. Like, burnout is real. And we've all been burnt out at something at some point. And so sharing that aspect of it, I already know some of the story, <laughs> is really important. But that's what, that's what we, I really want to focus on is, like, sharing the burnout and how good things can really come out of it, like, with your family. And now they're here. They've been here for two days straight, yesterday and today. Went all in, but their business is still running, even though they're here. We're all here. Okay, we're going to start off since we have to share the mic. I was a biomedical scientist. Um, I worked in Ann Arbor, Michigan for almost eight years. Um, I was working on a project for preeclampsia, and it was a great project. I had a lot of things, was working very hard, like 50 hours a week, just crazy. And um, then COVID hit, and in November of 2020, I ended up getting laid off from my position. Um, 
they did a pre-recorded Zoom call with like 30 people and just said, at the end of this call, you no longer work here. <laughs> so A pre-recorded Zoom call? Yeah, yeah. So I got a meeting invitation that morning that nobody else in my group got. And so I was like, that's really strange. Like, hmm, so okay. Did you know? I thought something was up, but... I didn't know. Like, I had been working my butt off. and like. So you were working on this for how long? I was working on... So I was at that company almost two years when this Okay, happened. so two years of your life yeah. that you have dedicated 50-plus hours a week to. Yeah. Plus commuting. Yeah. And you get a Zoom, pre-recorded Zoom video, not a real person telling you. Yeah. That's effed up. Yeah, yeah. So I'm being serious. <laughs> yes. I'm being serious when I say this, like... How did that make you feel? <laughs> like, I'm being serious. Yeah, no, it like, that's crazy. definitely, it is crazy. And it made me feel very low and not undervalued kind and like just shit. absolutely like shit. Like, I wasn't appreciated enough to even have, like, an actual person tell me this. And, like, all the work that I put into it didn't matter. It was not great. <laughs> and, and so I'm, like, her, you know, big sister, ever the, like, trying to make things positive and turn it around person. And I went and got her, um, sorry, you've been laid off, makeup. And, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I probably brought some Ben and Jerry's or something like yeah. that to, like, try to say, you know, like, this doesn't define who you are, right? Yeah. But the cool thing is um, we, we already kind of had hopes and dreams and ideas and goals. And so I think this was kind of the universe aligning to really put you in the position to be able to do that. Um, and then I originally tagged along for the ride, and now, holy moly, here we are. So, Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so everything happens for a reason. That's yeah. the whole point is you never know. But just to back up a little bit, do you now you're doing something for yourself right. and for others because they need what you guys have. <laughs> We're going to get there. But... Do you think, did, did you stop and reevaluate how have I been spending my time for the last two years and I will never work this hard for somebody else again, ever? Like, it's almost like you feel like something's being robbed from you. So that's like, can you talk to a little Yeah, bit? so absolutely, like totally at the time my... I was pregnant, and oh, I had. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And my That's yeah, um, and my oldest was very young, and um, it just it was just a lot going on, and so it did totally make me reevaluate everything in my time, and yeah. the the company wasn't fantastic, and my direct boss was even worse and just I had even mentioned before that and I had been looking for other jobs so mm -hmm. like like you said it was just kind of like the universe was like here you go here's your opportunity like do something for you mm -hmm. don't don't waste your time on things like this yeah it was good yeah sure Ooh, good in the end <laughs> yeah so um I I'm a licensed professional counselor and so I have done um, mental health work since I was 21 so at the time when COVID hit, 
Um, I was a director of outpatient services, so I oversaw like case management department, psychiatrist, outpatient therapist, jail programming, school programming. So my position was really intense, and I felt extremely valued, and I had a huge, awesome team. Um, but myself and my husband were both working full-time from home. COVID hit, and we were just about, I had three kids. At, I have still have three kids at the, now. <laughs> at the time, I had three kiddos, but my oldest was just about to start virtual kindergarten. Uh-huh. And I couldn't envision a world where she's doing virtual kindergarten, I'm working from home doing this really intensive position. My husband's working full-time from home. And then we also have a three-year-old and an infant. So it was one of those things where I intentionally chose to leave my position to become a stay-at-home mom. Mm -hmm. Um, And in hindsight, not only did it support my family, but it gave me the opportunity to really recognize where I was to speak about burnout, right? Mm -hmm. So I had been in that role for a very long time. Um, And as much as it was a critical role and an important role and a valuable role, it was definitely more draining than feeding for me personally. Yeah. So it was definitely one of those things where, um, in hindsight, I see now how much healthier my mental health is, having the opportunity to step away and, again, do something for myself that's really more energizing and creative and more pa- like my passion area for sure. Now that you know the backstory, now we'll tell you what they do and the idea and how it all came about because it's still very fresh and new. But what I can say about both of you is that you've already been through corporate careers and you've had the honeymoon of, oh, this is cute. We're going to start our own business. And no. And that does have to do with age and life experience. So the fact that you're not 21 and if you're 21 and starting your own business, like my niece Hannah, who's holding our receiver right now, um, just learn from older people. And it doesn't always mean age. It means life experience. So all the experience and life experience, and now that you've had the opportunity to evaluate your time and you already know the value of your time and you know how it makes you feel when it's not meaningful and purposeful, and you don't want to feel like that. And so coming up with what you guys, I know that like from a success rate, I don't have to worry about you. It's like I meet people and then I leave and I'm like, I'm kind of worried about them. (laughs) Like, I think they're a little bit fantasy, you know, but it's like you're past that. So it's like you said earlier, like, you know, the business side of it, you know, you need the right people and you're in a different phase right now. And, but I want you to share the story of like, what was the idea? How, like, was it at a kitchen table? Was it like you wrote down the name on the napkin? Like, tell me all the details. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I had left my, I had given a like 10 week notice because I knew my position would be, it was ridiculous to fill. And even then they filled my position with two other people at this point. So like, (laughs) so the position, right. So the position I knew would be difficult to leave and personally too, because I felt a lot of value in my role. Right. So I gave this really super long notice and I knew that I was like, going to have all this free time. Right. Right. And Madison had sort of always dreamed of baking cakes, yeah. right? Yeah. Is that was that yeah. your like yeah. End, yeah. End goal was to- I remember in high school like when you had to choose your job shadowing, I job shadowed at an event like venue and ran the kitchen in the back cuz yeah. like I just always thought that that was the cool area to cook and like make things for people. Yeah, so she texted me. I don't even remember what day it was, but she texted me and she's like, "Hey, what if we just started making some cakes for fun. And this was during, I mean, she probably texted me in June 2020, which was like the 
lockdowns were just starting to open up. And so um, July 2020, we made our logo, um, and our business is called The Five Forks. And so between us, we have five kiddos, and we were kind of taste testing some recipes and kind of getting this idea up and around. And we would lay out five forks on the counter and then line up all the little kiddos, and we'd say, okay, do you like it? Do you not like it? Like, is there anything you, you know, those kinds of things. Yeah. <laughs> and they... Um, take their job very seriously, a lot of feedback. We're not allowed to roll out new product unless they've tested it first. The oldest one is eight. My oldest is eight, and her youngest is two. So they're between, well, three. She just turned three. She will turn. She will be three. (laughs) I was right the first time. (laughs) Um, So they're just, they give a lot of good feedback and a lot of, you know, uh, brutal honesty. Did you record this? And put it on your we should've. we should have no. oh we still could now i bet yeah, well they don't so. they're not on our social media a ton just you know we yeah, want to kind of be yeah yeah respectful we could do at least audio maybe <laughs> oh for sure we could do the audio would be hilarious yeah perfect yeah um so anyways we just decided to like give it a try and the first year in our business we did a lot of like 12 serving cakes for like your little COVID bubble, right? Like all these people in your life that you just wanted a nice celebration for. Um, and it started to just kind of organically grow. And then we were to that point where it was July, January 2022. Was that correct? Timeline wise? When we got our LLC? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we were kind of to the position where we either needed to probably start thinking about going back to the corporate world or were we going to turn this into something real? And so we kind of set a deadline for ourselves and we said, we're going to do the LLC, we're going to start treating this like a business, and we're going to see how it goes, and we're going to give ourselves one year. So in that one year, <laughs> we got our LLC, um, we applied for several different grants and fellowship opportunities, and we um, we successfully obtained all of them. Um, and we went from, from January 2022 of c- cooking in our kitchens and just a couple orders, our business in that time frame from, de- from then to December 20th, our business grew 400%. Four hundred percent. Four hundred percent. And the yep. fact that she even knows that oh. is how I'm worried about. Right. Yeah. 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 What are you? What's your first color? Green. Oh, yeah. you're both green. No, she's, she's green. Like I'm goldish okay, and goldish. greenish. Yeah. Goldish, greenish. So they get you. Yeah. And they but so I'm definitely nice. goldish, greenish, and orangeish a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, good. right. So um, our business grew 400%. We signed a lease, and then we gave ourselves six weeks to renovate the building, and we opened our brick and mortar shop. And um, in that time frame, we've been open three and a half weeks, and we have almost well, we've exceeded three of the four quarters last year. But almost exceeded in three weeks the revenue that we produced in Q4 of last year, which is always the busiest season for cakes. So we are kicking ass, if I could be honest. <laughs> 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 right. right. Yeah. 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 Because as you know, shit ain't always easy. It's not. It's, it's not always easy. No. Shit isn't always easy. <laughs> but what my question to you all is, what do you think has attributed like how had did you grow 400% so quickly and how did you do these things uh, well first they're green gold okay so those come <laughs> those combinations again they start things and they get shit done but then they also realize that they're going to maintain it by leaving and stepping out to have someone else maintain it because there's other things that then you can take it to the next level. So it's like, what is your secret sauce 
to doing those things because those are very good numbers and very short period of time. Again, do not compare yourself. If you're 21 years old, just starting a business, they have a lot of life experience. Okay. And the other thing that I will say is, I don't know orange wise, but like, and I know people and I respect that who don't want their kids on social media. They don't, but the story on the homepage of your website of a 30 second thing of Wi-Fi forks. Cause I even wondered that when I looked at y'all's website, I'm like, why five forks? And then I go and I look at the branding and I didn't see. Now, again, I'm not a good reader yeah. and I'm not going to scroll and I'm not going to look hard for it. I'm just being honest. And it's like, but when you just told me that, it makes me want to even support you more because like the five forks is after the five kids and then you lay out the five forks and like, I love that. So it's like, remember like your story and your brand story and like where things come from. If you start to learn people's stories, right. people are way more invested oh. And if, if, if it's like, I wanted these guys from the CIA to be in my video the other day, and they're like, oh, no, we can't. I was like, it's okay, but can you turn around backwards? Right. They had hoodies. Mm-hmm. And then wear your hoodie, you know, to the right. front, but right. it's the back of your head with the hoodie. Right. And then you can put sunglasses over the hoodie, and no one's going to know who you right. are, right. right? They still didn't want to do that. They're, they're like, <laughs> we can't be in it. Yeah. <laughs> they get it. They follow the rules, yeah. right? right? I mean, they're green gold. Yeah. So, but how did you do it so fast? Because that's what's great. Um, I think a lot of it, kind of speaking to your point about life experience, the the two of us are a very dynamic duo, right? Like Madison coming from chemistry is recipe, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the, the quality standards are just insane. So we entered the market saying that we are high quality, high end. Like we at no point in town have we or have we ever identified ourselves from being in town like did the cheapest, most affordable option. Right. So we kind of came in strong with our brand identity. Um, and I think, so her coming from her background in chemistry and being able to help us with the recipe development and the consistency um, and surprising amount of creativity, if I'm going to be really <laughs> honest with you, um, because as like I've always kind of been the creative one and she's been the analytical one. And so it's really cool to see her use those skill set. But if you look at our um, website, you see like these really awesome geometrical cakes and some really cool symmetrical designs and some really technical designs. Those are typically from her because she uses that mind, that skill set and that mind frame um, to be able to create those. And then I think I just came from naturally creative, naturally kind of a little more outgoing of the two of us. Um, and I definitely thrive in positions of leadership for sure so like I like the idea of building a business and creating something sustainable and scalable and being part of something where I do personally thrive on like recognition of doing a a good job and so hearing positive feedback um, has just been awesome so I think identifying our strengths and playing off those more than anything has been a big a big contributing factor to our success Um, growing our business organically so to your point that you spoke to earlier like you have 14,000 followers but every single one of them you know yeah is very intentional and I think that we've made some very intentional steps too along the way and then I think opening ourselves up to opportunities so there have been multiple experiences that we've had um, that no one else has done before us and there's some very like regional specific things that we've done um, but opening ourselves up to opportunity getting the shit done right like yeah. like being intentional about choosing to do it and making sure that we actually follow through and um, that's how we've received several grants a couple different funding opportunities so kind of being intentional again about who you're networking with opening yourselves up to those opportunities and making sure that you you do the follow-through pieces and all of the components to really get yourself to that position so who taught me that about it was a green mm-hmm. like everything that you just said it was me making the decision 
of bringing on a green. And so they heard the story earlier that where it's just like, you know, high greens used to get on my nerves because they ask so many questions because I don't want to be questioned. Sometimes I just want to do it. But that's not, it is not the right mindset. Trust me. Don't do what I did. But the value that the, like the greens and the golds bring to the table and those numbers, because the numbers don't lie. And then, but, but being your personality and, and yours too. So the question for you is going to be, because I know obsessiveness and getting the geometry and the shapes and the, the formulas of recipes. And then I hit, cause I don't cook anything. I burn it, I burn it up, but it's like, you know, that or you can give someone a recipe, but it tastes different if other people do it, right? And so it's like, well, you just put a little dash of here. So I want to know how your brain handles the exact formula of chemistry and then you like throwing in recipes for you. And then because you are green gold and you do have that intuition, again, being very purposeful and you knew you were going to leave your job and you gave them 10 weeks for someone who's not green and for somebody, you know, listening, listening or watching and they want to leave, like, if you could, while we're answering this question, think of, like, are there five must steps? I'm putting you on the spot. Sure. Greens hate that to be put on the spot. They like <laughs> to think it all through. But if you're green-orange, you can roll with it. Um, but everything that you're, you just said, everything is, um, is Aja was our very first green. She is still a team member. She also has her own business. She is still, she's probably one of my best friends in the whole world. Because um, she will shoot the shit straight to me. And be like, girl, you need to slow the F down. And there's, yes, you need different, but the point is like you need other colors around you, but it's all in how you look at it. And if you're looking at someone for what they are or what can they offer and you're just not listening or you're not asking the right questions. And so if there's like five things you did or three things, like things three, to prepare to leave, I'd love for you to share that framework just to help people. But how do you deal with the chemistry versus the recipes? It's like, it's time to go to bed. Just let's go. And you're like, but this recipe. I can just hear it. That's, yeah, that is accurate. <laughs> um, I don't even know you. I, yeah, 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 I I'm very, very particular, and it's still the case <laughs> where it's everything is measured like to the gram, and it's measured in grams. It's not in cups. It's like okay. very specific because like a exactly. cup of yeah. flour can weigh different depending on how you measure it, and oh. so everything is by weight. Um, I have in my job as a scientist, I wrote protocols, so there are protocols. Everything is very, very clearly written out. <laughs> She even knows she even knows the weight of the measuring bowls, so that she knows how much batter is left in her measuring bowl. How much, like what other? So she has extra. She knows like I can make a six inch layer, I can make two four inch layers, or I can do this many cupcakes. Like she has that precise down in her measurements and things. That's true. That's how you know you're. This is called cost projection. <laughs> and when you have any products, the amount of companies I go into, and I'm like, okay, you have all this stuff. Where are the orders? Or where it's like weekly, I'm assuming, like you would go ahead and you look ahead and you order ahead and you know how much you need. And you always get a little bit of extra, but not like a million dollars worth of extra shit. I mean, come on, people. So that's where that green and that numbers and that gold, do we order on time? You know, we... It's been... It's good. I think I've converted you oh, to yeah, you have. not do <laughs> cups anymore. Everything's 
originally I was a little resistant. I won't lie. <laughs> she's yeah. like the greenest person I've ever met. Sure. <laughs> so originally I was a little like, oh come on, does it have to be this precise? But it really it yeah, does. It's benefited our business, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. And now we're at this stage, which is exciting, but also a little nerve wracking for me that we're like, we needed someone to help us bake. So like, I know my protocols are solid and I know everything's written out and it's very clear, but I'm still like, what if it doesn't go right? Like, what if the oven does this? Like, (laughs) so what I would do if this were me, um, and this is just me like babysitting and slow rolling. But if I were in this situation, I would video myself putting every ingredient and every baggie and labeling the baggies of like, okay, these are all the, these are all the cake. This is just me. Like I'm a control freak. I would go in on Sunday nights and I'm like, okay, there's 13 wedding cakes that have to go out. And so I've already prepared all the ingredients. I've already measured them out. They're in all the plastic baggies. They have label after color proof, after numbers and steps. Like it's so dummy proof. You can't mess it up. You cannot mess it up. But if you do all of that and you just set it and the oven's not working, what do you do? If you forget to set the timer, what do you do? Or if a water line breaks in the middle of you baking and you forget and you don't hear the timer, what do you do? So it's those types of things where you can have shit to where you damn near think it's perfect and then way bigger things that you're not thinking about are there. But again, it's all on how you react. And when you have that open door to people, but then it's like making those videos and doing it over and over. I would, for 90 days, have somebody with me, the person that's going to take over for 90 days, and them just watching for 30 days. Then them, the next 30 days, you do half, they do half, every other day. And in the last 30 days, just they do it. And you say nothing. Then you take notes, and your hands don't work. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the hard, in editing, when I'm teaching editing, like students, I've had people next to me, they're like, why don't you just like reach up and like do it yourself? <laughs> like the trackpad is right there. And I'm like, it is, it teaches, I'm like, well, some people, their hands don't work. You know the story to that. Yeah. And the next video I get and the next video I get and the next video I get from an editing perspective, they're going to remember right. and they're going to know. Mm-hmm. It may take them a few times, right. but lining up the audio and lining up the eight count, I mean, it's a lot and yeah. it's a lot to look at. Mm-hmm. But when you have them do it, and they've got, it's got to be, that's why 30, 30, 30. There's a reason 90 days. Like, I didn't make that up. But that's the reason. And then you will feel good. But then you also know if people are proactive or not. So if they're proactive and the alarm goes off or something, it's like, you know that they have the experience that if there's not a policy in your SOP manual, and it's not like they're going to go to Google Drive and be like, well, let me pull out the SOPs while this shit burns down. <laughs> you know, it's like you've got to have people that can handle real life. And, and some of us work re- really well under pressure, and some people just fold. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so this framework that you came up with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My framework on the fly. <laughs> I <love> yeah. <laughs> um, I think that there's probably several different things that I would encourage somebody to do. I think, um, number one, be realistic about what you can and can't do. Um, I'm just like going to. Financially? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think to be totally transparent, yes. I'm very privileged that I'm married to a man who had a good job that could cover our finances long yeah. enough. Had I not been, right, like I would have had to think about that differently. Not that I couldn't do it, but I would have had to have a different strategy sure. for sure, right? Um, and then in, in, in continuing like the concept of finances, we're also um, very 
like precise in our pro forma. So we really can't, like we have spreadsheets that we can kind of plug in our current numbers and it will project to us in the next three, six, nine months, what is it gonna look like? So we can use that information and plan ahead. And there's tools that we have available to us, again, by looking at resources. So for us, we use the Small Business Development Center, mm -hmm. and that's um, an organization that's really intended to kind of help you set up to be sustainable. So it's those like are... local community. That, yeah. Lean on your... A hundred percent. And there are resources out there for sure. There's tons of them out there. So just look for those opportunities and supports for yourself. So I think the financial aspect is critical, right? I mean, that's to be... Like, you can't do it without that being in place, <laughs> right? Um I think that one thing that we've maybe learned from experience that hasn't always been smooth is um, kind of a time management aspect. So having three young kids at home, um, so leaving my position and working from my home, from my kitchen, um, that was really difficult to like yeah. all of a sudden I had this like freedom and independence to I'm home 24 seven and what does this time management look like? And then to have that for a couple of years and now all of a sudden we're in this bakery, we're in the bakery now, right? And so even last night we ran, we didn't have enough powdered sugar to make the frosting for tonight's event and I had to bail out a few minutes early on bedtime to make sure I got to the store before it closed. Um, so I think just like, the flexibility but also like the the true realization of how much time this is really going to take and what that looks like and how you can manage your time um, because I think there was sort of this moment where I had to honor I went from working full-time out of my home to working full-time in my home to now I'm back out of my home and what does our, our systems and processes need to look like that at home to make that be successful um, and then again I think the the last kind of piece of advice that I would probably give people is um, find your people, right? Like, so it's, it's part of the community, but I, this business wouldn't exist without both of us. Like it right. just, it's right. And not to say that you have to have somebody to lean on, but find the people that you can trust, that you can respect and build up that team because there's no way to scale if it's just you. Like there will never be a five forks without, I mean, like hopefully we grow teams, right? And that we're not always the ones mopping the floors at the end of the day. <laughs> um, but but find people and, and train them up and, and trust them and build up other skills so that they can um, help you grow and just think of it as a team. And yeah, there are leaders and those are critical roles, but every single position is important. So really, exactly. yeah. Yep. And like, just to be clear, because people will say, oh, you can't go check your own email and oh, you can't go like put stuff on your own calendar. Like what is wrong? You know, like, oh, are you too good for it? You're entitled bit. Like it's not that. And it's the person mopping the floor. It's the most important job at the end of the night and before <laughs> the first person comes in. And if you use the wrong wax or you use the wrong, I mean, people can, there's, Every, you said it, every job is important. It's not that we, we can't mop the floor. It's not that we're too good to do it. All these things I don't want to do, like wash my hair. I mean, you guys have heard all, all kinds of stories. It's like I'm supporting someone else. You're supporting someone else. You're offering people an opportunity into your family, into your life, into your business, and that's a big deal. And every job matters. Every role matters, and it doesn't matter. But when you're the owner, you have to free yourself up in order to continue growth because it's not sustainable. And what I was saying yesterday is there's people that can do shit better than you yes. and let yes. them. Yes. And like it challenges you and it makes you better. And I will say if you're leading a business right now and you don't want to be better and you're burnt out, 
follow her framework <laughs> because maybe just shifting from what you're doing is someone said earlier and this is not what she said I'm just going to use it an example but she's like I'm a wedding planner but on my goal sheet like I really want to travel and I want to be with my family more well you can be a wedding planner and travel and do destination weddings and take your family and your husband could be your social media manager doing behind the scenes because when you show real life people feel that and they see that and it's just being real not that you have to put your kids faces but I still think a video of with the five forks and the kids like that's everything well and I I will tell you so the kids are at the bakery regularly, like all the time. Yeah. And so my eight-year-old walks in and she puts on her little gloves and stands at the counter and can't wait for the first customer to walk in the door so she can give them cupcakes. So yeah, you're right that it's very much real life. And yeah. it's your yeah. brand. Right. For sure. Your whole company is around your five children. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a donut shop in Nashville called Five Daughters. And it's a husband and wife. They it's five daughters yeah. and they get to pick their favorite donut or you know, whatever it's gonna be and it's all around those five kids and then they have their own little thing and they're all so different but the beauty behind that is when you have that many Mm -hmm. and they all are different Mm -hmm. you can hit the personality of anybody watching (laughs) that's why friends did so well is because of their group everybody had a different personality and everyone could see themselves in that story you know so it's like I don't have kids but I have nieces and nephews and like I love because again, it's a legacy right. automatically Absolutely. that you can leave for them. Yeah. Any, any one final like thought takeaway for people watching or listening? There's never a great time to change. Never. <laughs> Just never. do it. It's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be smooth sailing 100% of the time. And and I think yeah, like don't be afraid to like go for it. Yeah. Be smart about it. Yeah. But, right. yeah. <laughs> but let your little inner orange come out. Yeah. 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 I think that's great. I would say that's your last like yeah. let the inner orange come out. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And if you're new and you have no clue what we're talking about, just DM me and we'll we'll get you the methodology. It's really fun. Thanks, girls. You you guys are doing amazing things. Thank you so much for watching or tuning in to Business Unveiled, and we will catch you next week. Bye. That's it for this week's episode of Business Unveiled. Now that you have all the tools that you need to conquer the world and GSD, get shit done, would you share this with your friends and fellow business leaders? One thing that would really, really help us and help new listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a comment in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in and listen to Business Unveiled. You can check out the show notes at angelaprofit.com slash podcast and link up with us on social media so you can share your biggest insights and I want to know your aha moments. Until next week, remember the profitable shifts and structures you're creating in your business help you be more present in your life. So get out there and GSD.